Hey, hey D&D, D&D fam. fam. I'm Quick. And I'm Lee. And you're listening to Divas, Divas and Duckets. So what is a diva? I think divas get a bad rep. But to me, diva is all about the attitude. As for ducats, it's your finances, your assets, Skrilla, Guap, your coin. We're talking all things with the potential to affect your pockets. And while we're attorneys by trade, we are divas by choice. Divas and Ducats is for entertainment purposes. Y'all, we are not Series 511 <laughs> or 703 professionals. This does not create a financial advisor nope, nope. or attorney-client relationship. The views expressed here are solely our opinions and the opinions of our guests. It's just our opinions, y'all. Okay, Divas, let's talk Ducats. Hey, D&D fam. Hello. Yes, we are (laughs) back with part two. What is on the Diva docket today? So today we are still talking dating potential, but we're getting some married women's perspectives. Mm -hmm. As we said before, we want it to be real and raw, but we didn't want to just be biased as single women. Well, (laughs) single-ish. So we, you know, the second installment, we are getting a different perspective Uh and introducing a new energy. So without further ado, we're going to let our guests introduce themselves and just tell us what they do, how long they've been married, and anything they'd like to share. So we'll start with Charity. Hello, good people. What's poppin'? I'm Charity. Um, I'm an assistant professor of psychology at Winston-Salem State University, a nationally certified school psychologist and a licensed psychologist. And I have been married to my life partner for eight and a half years, and we have three kiddos, a five-year-old, he just turned five a couple weeks ago, a three-year-old, and a six-month-old. Mm. Yes. Hands full. So, a lot going on in my house. <laughs> <laughs> and Ashley? Hello, hello, Divas, and thank you so much for having me. Feels so good to, to be here. Uh, I have been married for about six and a half years, almost seven this year. I'm stretching it because it won't be seven until October. So I'll (laughs) pick it to six and a half. Um, So married for six and a half years. I have one child, uh, BJ. He is three years old and an entire handful. Um, And when I'm not being a mom and a wife, I am an HR professional. So I am an assistant director of human resources. And that keeps me very busy. Very excited to be here and can't wait to get the conversation started. I know. We are so excited to have you both. Y'all know I am team boy, so I love that y'all have the little ones, right? That's (laughs) such a fun. Three is really, really funny. It's the age of no. Mm. You know, they get to talking back. Big no. But it's still such a, that's still an age where they want to kiss you. You know, at eight, Mm. they're kind of like. They're sweet. So, Let's get into why we brought you ladies on. So, today we're going to be talking about dating potential from the married woman's perspective. Mm -hmm. Because often, like I said, for me, this was important because we often get dating potential from singles to singles, right? And I think sometimes that information can be a little skewed because you don't know what a person's true motives are. To me, it's almost like the, you know, millionaire matchmaker that has never been married, but 
Why you came at yourself? So I'm always I'm just I don't understand it. So for me, it was really important to get married perspectives about dating potential because obviously, whatever you were looking for mm-hmm. ended you in ultimately a marriage. Um, so that's mm-hmm. why it was important for me. So let's get into. I know y'all both have talked about how long you have been married. Mm-hmm. Charity, tell us how you met your husband. <laughs> so, um, I consider myself, you know, I'm just the real, the Mr. Ratchet type of person. So, I met my husband <laughs> on Black Planet. Okay. Um, you remember Black Planet, like, going way, oh, way, yeah. way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I used to have, like, my Usher music. I think it was... Um, uh, something I can't even remember what the song was, but I had like my Usher music playing in the background on my page. Oh, oh little song lyrics. I had like a little rap that I wrote. Like, um, oh, your your Black Planet page was, was like, technology oh, enhanced. Right. Right. Like all this stuff, like <laughs> on my page. You know, I was just I was just out there, right? You know, mm-hmm. on, my, on my little page. Now, mind you, this was in high school. So let oh. me let me take you back. This is in high school. Okay. Um. So I was uh, a junior in high school. My husband is a couple years older than me. Um, so I, I did a slight catfish. Um, I was who I said I was, because I mean, I'm me. But I told him that I was a little older than what I was, okay. because he was at ECU. Okay. Um, oh, he was a oh. freshman in college. Okay, okay. And I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we just, you know, talking and um, a lot on AOL. Y'all remember AIM? Yes. In chat, yeah. So I mean, I'm going way back. Like, way, way back. <laughs> With the acronyms <laughs> ASL. <laughs> that AOL instant messenger. So I had my little, um, my little Yoshi, um, little picture up there, and he, I can't remember what his picture was, but he would always call me Yoshi, and we would talk on AIM because um, you know we we noticed he noticed my avatar all the time, and he would hit me up, and then when I would have like some trials in my relationships at high school. You know how you know, we right. think we're doing this in high school, but we really ain't. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I would talk to him because I wanted a guy's perspective. So mm-hmm. he was like that go-to dude, like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of feeling this dude, da-da-da-da. Wow. So we, we did this for years, y'all, like all the way through undergrad. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I actually went to undergrad um, with Lee. So all through college, I had never even met him face-to-face. Hmm. My fresh, my my first year of grad school, um, we hit each other up, just a random conversation, and I saw that's when Facebook began to have the feature where you could see who your mutual friends were, mm-hmm. and I saw that he was mutual friends um, with one of my close childhood friends, it's like my godbrother. So I said, oh, maybe he is like a real person. Like, let me ask. Because <laughs> again, I have never met this dude. I had just been talking to him online for years. Mm-hmm. I knew I kind of liked a lot about my age. So I'm like, he could just be lying about his whole personhood. I don't mm-hmm. know. So like, I had to hit on my god brother, right? Because I had to make sure this dude was a legitimate person. <laughs> like, I had to make sure he wasn't catfishing me. Like, right. You know? Fair. Say you are. So I hit him up and I'm like, you know, do you know this dude? You know, do you know Maurice? He's like, yeah. That's, that's my roommate. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, small world. Yeah. So then I started asking about him, and he's like, you know, he's a great guy, and he was saying all these things about him. So I'm like, okay, maybe he's not a serial killer. You know, he's, he's a legit person. Like, I mean, this is cool, you know. I have been enjoying our conversation online all, all these right. years. So all these years. We got talking, and um, he threw something out there one day. We were, we were on the phone. He was like, yeah, you know, how about I come visit you? He was actually in grad school um, at SUNY Albany, and I was in oh, graduate okay. school at the University of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So 
So I was like, I mean, well, if you gonna, you know, get on the flight and come on see me, then come see me, you know. <laughs> okay, you know, I'll work it. Okay. You know, so he ended up booking the flight um, and coming down and we spent a weekend um, together. We went to the movies, mm-hmm. we went to Olive Garden and we like shut Olive Garden down. Like the waitress was like, you know, ma'am, start, we're closing. Because right. um, we were just having a good conversation. <laughs> um, and really, the rest is history. I mean, you know, came down that one weekend and fell in love with me because I'm me. And hey. Okay. I love it. He caught call, call flights and feelings. Right. <laughs> Catch the flights, boo. Catch the flights. <laughs> How about you, Ashley? Yes. So, Charity, first of all, I didn't know that your husband went to SUNY Albany. So, shout out to you, A. Uh, that's my alma mater. So, that's dope. Another small Brian world. And I met at a family cookout, actually. Mm-hmm. So, I'm a New York native. Okay. And um, I have family in North Carolina. So I have family that live in the Raleigh area. And so I was coming down one weekend to visit my aunt and she wanted me to go to this cookout with her. She said, hey, can you come to this cookout with me? It's for one of my babies. So she used to work in a daycare. Um, And so the kids who she worked with, she still keeps in, she still keeps close contact with them. And so one of her babies was graduating from college. (laughs) And so I said, yeah, I'll go to the cookout with you. And she said, I'm just going to let you know, it's going to be country. So before we go, I need you to know don't go in there at the New York. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I was offended. Well, like, your okay. face. Right. <laughs> um, so we go to the cookout, and I'm speaking to people, getting to know different people. Everyone's nice. I'm speaking to the graduate, who um, is na- my now husband's mm-hmm. cousin. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm speaking with her, I see this man, this attractive, tall man throwing a football to another guy. And so in my mind, I'm like, it's cute. So I said to cousin, I oh, man. <laughs> and so she said, oh, that's my cousin Everett. So that's mm-hmm. what they call my husband. And so I said, oh, cousin Everett. Okay. <laughs> and so she, um, she ended up telling cousin Everett that I thought he was cute. <laughs> and so he then approaches me mm-hmm. um, and he introduces himself mm-hmm. and before all of that transpired, I remember asking her, I said, okay, so what's the catch with Cousin Everett? Mm-hmm. Is this too good to be true? How many kids does he have? Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> McDonald's, Taco oh, Bell. So where he working? Right. And so I remember her saying he's in law school. And so I said, okay. So immediately I'm like, okay, he can read. That's a plus. <laughs> He's in law school. He can carry conversations. He might be a little analytical. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can work with this. So Cousin Everett uh, walks over to me. He introduces himself. At the end of the night, we all went out for drinks. Mm -hmm. And when we were at the bar, and and we meaning his cousin and a few people from the party, when we were at the bar, he and I just talked the entire time. It Mm -hmm. was as if no one else was there. And so at the time, of course, I lived in New York and he was in North Carolina. He was in Charlotte attending law school. Mm-hmm. And um, we did the long distance thing. Okay. And we did that for a little while. And he proposed. I moved. And the rest is history. Yes. I hear a lot of y'all shutting down these venues. <laughs> uh- <laughs> So one of the 
things, and I think really for me that was why my part of why I wanted to do this series is that even as you know single single women mm. quick and I <laughs> disagree on you know put this whole subject right. like there's not a lot of space well I won't say it like we beefing but there's not a lot of areas where we necessarily agree on dating but one thing we agree on is the definition of potential mm. so you know those who have watched the first episode know the you know Ashley's husband thinks he coined hobosexual so let's <laughs> give that to him um, but Urban Dictionary has this term hobosexual that I like to use that is that person who really just needs somewhere to stay Mm -hmm. and they go from relationship to relationship to as a means of habitation and so we agree quick and I that potential is more so you may not be where you want to be but you're working on it you can see some action and some steps and progress in terms of that and we also agree you know with people's example um, Barack Obama was not potential Barack was Barack. Let's clear that up. Yeah. I mean, he was in law school at Harvard (laughs) and president of the law review. We knew he was going places. Just saying. So, in your words, though, as our guest, we kind of want to know, you know, when you were dating, what did dating potential mean to you? And, you know, did you consider yourself more so potential or maybe some of the people you were dating? Like, what were your thoughts around that? That's a good question. Um... Like, I don't know if I thought about this idea of potential in my dating life. So, like I said, like, I met um, my husband when I was in grad school. So, I was pursuing my PhD. Mm -hmm. Um, This was my my first year in grad school. And he was getting his master's degree in Africana studies. Okay. Um, So, I mean, being a PhD student, I was broke. Now, (laughs) broke in the sense that... I had a full ride, so I got paid $15,000 a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I didn't have a family. It was just me. Yeah. So I had a nice little apartment, one bedroom. I mean, it was nice. Mm-hmm. Like, fully fronted. So, I mean, you couldn't tell me nothing. But, I mean, in monetary standard, I mean, making 15 grand is broke. Right. And so my then... Um, uh, I guess internet friend was also a grad student. So, I mean, it's kind of like, he, he worked at Lid. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So making, you know, probably minimal wage. I don't even remember what he was making then. So I mean, it's not like he was pulling in money. Yeah. Um. So for me, it was more so just like our 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 vibe, like that. Mm-hmm. That to me, that was the potential. Gotcha. Like, like the potential for building a friendship and to mm-hmm. be around somebody that I don't get tired of. And I think that's what kind of played out that first weekend when we met each other for the first time in person. It was more so having the conversation, and we did not get sick of each other, mm, yeah. like ever. It wasn't like, dang, I wish you would go home. When his when, when his return flight, when you leave, like it was like, yo, I don't want you to leave. So <laughs> right, for me, yeah. that was the big thing about potential because I didn't necessarily have a lot of money, and you know, he didn't. We were both grad students, so I mean, I guess in a way, you could say that we're going to do something with our lives if you if you place mm-hmm. value upon your future uh, on your level of education mm-hmm. i mean if that's what you value yeah um since we're more grad students but yeah so that that's kind of how i thought it wasn't necessarily about the financial aspect for us at that time in okay. our life. ashley yeah, so i think in terms of what i looked at as potential then i think it's very different than i shouldn't say very i think it would be slightly different 
than what I would look at as potential now right. because then I was at a different point in my life. Right. Yeah. I was in my mid-20s and I had dated, uh, you know, I had been dating and mm-hmm. I had been in a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I still felt like, you know, I, I was still fairly young. Mm-hmm. And so what I was, what I was looking for then, I think it might have it might be a little bit different to what I would look for potentially now. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So I could speak to my perspective from from mid mid 20, 24, 24 year old Ashley. Right. Um, I had established my or I, in my mind mm-hmm. established my, my little miniature career. Okay. I had a little I had a little decent job, a little corporate America job, and mm-hmm. was making a little money. I had an apartment. Uh, and just hanging out with my girls, living living my best life. Right. And I remember dating, and at that time, I was dating because I was bored and wanted company. Mm. I was dating because I full transparency. This is twenty four year old Ashley. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go out to eat, and I didn't want to pack. I hear you. <laughs> take me out to eat. I mean, who want to go? You want to go out? You free? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, let's go. I don't feel like paying for again twenty four year old me. Right. So, right. so I think. Um, from a potential standpoint, I right before I met my husband, um, I want to say maybe about a year before that, mm-hmm. I was in a in a relationship, and that relationship taught me what I didn't want. Mm-hmm. And so I remember um, exiting that relationship mm-hmm. and praying and being very specific in my prayers mm-hmm. down to um, down to saying. Lord, I want somebody that I can cook with. And I want somebody that I can try new recipes with. My husband absolutely loves to cook. He absolutely loves to try new recipes. So I I remember at that point in my life being very specific in my prayers and Mm -hmm. what I wanted. I don't really remember placing an emphasis so much on um, so much on what what the man was doing mm-hmm. from a career standpoint, mm-hmm. as long as he was doing something to support himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I respected him, you know, that that's all that mattered. That mm-hmm. was all that mattered at that time. Um, so, so yeah, I think from a potential standpoint at that time, I would say potential was just somebody who treated me well. And again, I knew, I knew what I did want. Gotcha. For my previous relationship. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And so I know both of y'all talked kind of about, you know, where y'all were education-wise, like you had your apartments and um, careers and the money, but what did you feel at that time, qualities-wise, that you had to offer a mate? That we, that we had to offer Yeah, that you had to offer your husbands. <laughs> Can you see me, Games to see me mm-hmm. cheerlead. So I saw this dynamic where, and then my mom became 
the mm. breadwinner. Yeah. You know, so I, I saw it go back and forth in flux. Mm -hmm. And so I guess, of course, you know, when you, you become sometimes what you see and then right. your expectations are set based on what you see. Yeah. So I think that kind of set the stage for me going into like dating is not necessarily thinking about things like income and what I would make in terms of potential, what was their earning potential. So I felt like I had to offer that. Like, I want a partnership. Mm. It doesn't matter about, you know, what you're doing, like what you make as long as you're happy. Mm -hmm. And as long as, you know, we can provide for ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I want. I want a partner. I want mm. somebody that I can have fun with to build friendships. Um, with you know to just kick it yeah. um, and then you know of course you want the romance and all that good stuff too and you know I'm pretty sure we're going to start talking about that but um, <laughs> I mean so for me I think like a true partnership right. um, is is what I had to offer and not necessarily and, and no judgment against um, mm -hmm. some women who may feel that they need someone to provide for them right. in that way that's perfectly fine that's just never been me and partly because I haven't seen that model Mm -hmm. um, in my parents' relationship. Gotcha. I respect that. Ashley? Yeah, I think in terms of what I had to offer, um, I knew or had a really good sense of of where what I, what I wanted for mm -hmm. myself and for my future. And it was a certain level of stability that I felt that I could offer. Mm -hmm. So he was in law school at the time mm -hmm. and he hadn't of course hadn't graduated yet so mm -hmm. i think when we met he still had another year to go he still had to take the bar exam he still yeah. had to find a job mm -hmm. he still had to do all these things so in terms of what i feel like i offered i feel like i offered that stability mm -hmm. i was in my career i was you know like i said i had a sense from a career standpoint of what i wanted to do and i was already mm -hmm. kind of in my groove so I, I do feel like I offered that that stability. Mm -hmm. And to Charity's point, outside of that, a true partnership. Mm -hmm. I really was looking for um, or looking for the quality. The quality that I was looking for in someone was a partner. Mm -hmm. So I don't need you to take care of me because I can take care of myself. Mm -hmm. But what I can offer you, you know, is this partnership, this stability. Mm -hmm. um, I could offer you this cooking. Thank okay. you All right. very much. Here's a meal. It. Here you go. <laughs> yes. I can offer you some some great other things. Mm -hmm. I could. There's some things that I can offer you. Right. So <laughs> if you come to <laughs> if you come to the table and you do your part, I could do mine. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's it, something. I had an interesting conversation. Something very interesting came up um, the other day when I was speaking with someone. And um, one of the things that, that we talked about was being married and having a household that has two incomes. Mm -hmm. So if one person is not working or doesn't have a job, it's okay. You feel like everything is okay. It's, it's not a big deal that one person can take a break and they can just do them. And, oh, Ashley, if you ever wanted to take a break, you can because... You have a second, I don't look at it that way mm -hmm. at all whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, I do believe that we are a partnership, but, and some people may disagree with this statement. Um, one of the qualities, one of the qualities that I brought to the table was the ability to be able to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And I don't personally ever want to, to lose that. Mm -hmm. So my husband is my partner and I know if the, 
um, cards all fell. He mm-hmm. will be there for me. He mm-hmm. got me. He'll pick me up. Yeah. He'll hold me. He'll carry me. But there's a saying when you have something to fall back on, you will always fall back. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to get into this mentality of always falling back because mm-hmm. he's so in terms of what I offer, going back to the original question, um, I feel like that stability piece mm-hmm. um, is a big piece and that partnership piece is another another mm-hmm. big piece. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's interesting when you talk about that because for me, <clears throat> In my relationship, I often think about that as well. You know, kind of the same thing. Like, I I know I can take care of myself, and that is a, an attractive quality that he found because of his past and how he was raised and all the things. So it was very attractive to him that um, I could take care of myself and I didn't necessarily, quote-unquote, need him mm-hmm. financially. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, and it kind of seems a little bit of the opposite of you. Like, I, I enjoy the fact I want to know at least that if I decide to take off the cape or, you know, I decide I need to fall back, that I can. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think to me, for, for me, just even knowing that that blanket is there is important. Hmm. <clears throat> but quick, what, I, what I'll say to that, I, so completely understood, I guess my, my comment to that would be, I, I get it and I hear you and I understand it, but do you think that it's it's fair to so you know that you can take off your cage, mm-hmm. right? That's important to know that you don't always have it under control, and your man could just pick you up because right. he got you. So mm-hmm. it's a, that's an important feeling to to have. Mm-hmm. But if you did decide to to take a a really long break and you know you're kind of fall, falling back, how do you think that would make him feel? Like if everything is now on right. him, right. and it's and it's something that's not—it's by choice, right? Mm-hmm. So it would be different if you, you know, you guys talk about it, and you know, you you agree mm-hmm. for six months. I'm going to do something mm-hmm. a little different, but if you just felt like you want to take your cape off and have mm-hmm. your cape off indefinitely and just fall yeah. fall all the way back, yeah. I mean, I don't know. No, mm-hmm. no, I understand. Like from that perspective, I would never do that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like that's not ingr- and I guess that that is the what they can rely on because they know that they're not with women that would just do that. I'm not going to just come home one day and you'd be like, oh, you quit your job? I say, I quit. Like, that's okay. that, okay. that never happened. You know, you know what I'm saying? Rochelle, I don't no. need this. My man has two jobs. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> even in me. So, yeah, it would it would definitely kind of be a conversation like you were saying. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you do have to think about that. Like, how, how would your man feel? You know, how? Because it's a partnership. Uh, yeah. And you all have kind of spoken on the, especially because you met your spouses when, you know, for charity, she was still in school herself, Mm -hmm. but both of them were still kind of like, you're in school. No one really has it together in school. Um, So, but I did want to, and charity, if you have an answer to this, of course, but I did want to kind of ask Ashley, because I think it's something that comes up with like professional women and people are getting married older. Mm -hmm. So they might be, you know, further along in life in terms of their career paths. Did... You know, the fact that I guess he had to overcome all these things, the bar, find work, et cetera, things that you had pretty much already done. Was that something that I don't want to say bothered you, but how did you I guess what was your perspective on that? Or was it did you feel, I guess, in a way, I guess, yeah, for lack of better words, did that kind of bother you or did you feel a way about like, you know, I'm all right, I got it together and I got to, mm-hmm. you know, kind of wait on him to kind of get there. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Um, I I had complete faith in him. Mm. I had complete faith in him. 
um, I had faith that he would do great things mm-hmm. because I saw his drive. Mm. I saw his desire to want to do. I saw how motivated he was. So I never felt that way mm-hmm. at any point. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was confident mm-hmm. that he would hold his end of the bargain all the way down mm-hmm. um, because of the type of person that he was. Right. Yeah. So I, I never felt that way. And I think people get, and I'm sorry, we might I might be getting into to one of the next, one of your next questions. Um, but while we're on this topic, I think sometimes um, people get caught up, I think, in what other people mm-hmm. have to say mm-hmm. about their situation. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you are either with somebody who's in school right now and they don't really have it, or you're with somebody and they might be making a little less than you, or Mm -hmm. people get really caught up in what other people have to say about that. Mm -hmm. And I think where other people's opinion matters is when you're not confident in your situation. Mm -hmm. When you are confident in your spouse and you know he's got this, Mm -hmm. what everybody else says, one, it doesn't doesn't have as much weight. Mm -hmm. And two, when other people see how confident you are in your man, Mm -hmm. they rise to the occasion. They rise to the occasion and they start to respect that. So you have to exude that that confidence that you have in your man. Mm -hmm. Um one. And two, you know, it's important to make sure that you are not letting people influence you too much from the outside. Mm-hmm. Trust yourself. Stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you know your situation. You know what's working for y'all. Mm-hmm. You know that you have faith in your man and he got this. And guess what? If he doesn't, you're going to hold him down and right. y'all going to get it together. Mm-hmm. So it's just having that faith. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I was just about to say for those who didn't watch part one, yeah. Charity's husband actually yeah. did part one, right? Mm-hmm. So please go back and look at that video so you can, mm-hmm. you know, kind of understand what I'm about to say. But um, he was talking a little bit about how he was the one that relocated. He, you know, and that your um, career had a kind of like a set trajectory. So I think you can also kind of speak to, like, was there any kind of feeling of, uh, well, he's going to be the half the one to move. I'm going to have to, you know, be the one to step up. And did you have any kind of f- negative feelings about it at all? That's what I was going to get ready to, to, to comment on. So, I mean, I think, so again, like I said before, he was in graduate school, but he moved down with me. So, mm-hmm. you know, I thought I was doing my thing because I had my own apartment fully furnished. And, like, he came down with, like, a laundry bag, basket full of clothes and, like, <laughs> I think like some weights or something. And I'm like, you know. He's so random. Like, he had you know, he didn't do. Like, mm-hmm. he, like, they don't have much. <laughs> like, you know, no furniture, no nothing. I mean, right. Which I mean, that wasn't a bad thing because, again, I had a fully furnished place. Right. So it's not like well, what we have done with that furniture anyway. Right. Um, so, and then he got a job. You know, remember I told you he was working at Liz. Mm-hmm. So he ended up transferring his Liz position. Um, to to um, a location in Columbia, South Carolina. And so, mind you, we, we met Super Bowl weekend when he came down. This was like February mm-hmm. um, 2010. And he ended up moving in with me by that summer. So now we've only known each other face-to-face in person for like four months. Mm-hmm. And he's moving in. Um, we lied to our parents about, you know, we, sh- we shacking up, but yeah, you know. <laughs> 
they're also parents. So right. They don't even know. They right. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, he's coming down. He has another place. You know, he stays around the corner. Uh-huh. No, in my house, you know, in my apartment. Right. <laughs> but, uh, Charity, now they know. Right, now they right. Know. <laughs> hey, mom. on the internet. So sorry, <laughs> he's married now. So we, we got right, with three kids. Three kids. Right. It worked out. <laughs> All right, it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, it, you know, sometimes in those moments, I wouldn't say that I, like, felt any type of way. I mean, it, it, for me, again, it was just always, like, the partnership. Like, mm-hmm. he did, he went to live, and that 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 small check he was making, he made sure it went to what it needed to go to when he could afford to pay for it. Right. And, again, it's not like that was falling out of control either. Mm-hmm. But we right. got married, so we, we dated for, like, a year, then got engaged, and stayed engaged for, like, 10 months. So I think it was... Maybe like a period of two years in between the time that we first met each other in person and the time we literally said I do mm. was like a little over a year and a half. Mm. So I think a lot of people thought like, what? She is crazy. But- because even when we got married, he was working at Walgreens mm. because he still did not have a position. Like he didn't have anything yet. Right. And so I'm still in grad school. He's working at Walgreens. But I was in love. And I'm like, I don't care to ask this point what y'all think. Mm-hmm. Like, listen. The love is good and the loving is good. Okay. Hey. I'm, 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 I'm mad, y'all. I, we, you know, we passed that. But I mean, just, just to be, you know, we're here to be honest. Right. So, and, and he was my partner. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just felt like when I was with him, I felt like I could be and do anything. And mm-hmm. I still feel that way. Um, so, I mean, it wasn't like a old stab, you know, I got to take care of him or him mm-hmm. feeling like at any point he got to take care of me. It was just, we got each other. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. And I don't care what y'all say. Yes, my man work at Walgreens in the photo section. That's what it's asked for the PhD. Why did she so, say it like this? Not the photo section, really? It's, okay. it's, so, it's so true. It's so true. Yeah. People get so caught up. People get so caught up in what everybody else is mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. 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 And That's I remember that. Call. I remember get that. because. Charity was like, he moved up. I was like, what? Like her undergrad friends. I was like, and again, because at the time, online dating was Was not common. So it was like, you know, he might be crazy. Right. Yeah. But I mean, we love him. But Mm -hmm. yeah, like at the time, it just, it seemed really fast. But hey. How long did did y'all date, Ashley, between meeting and I do? Oh, yeah. We dated, uh, we met in 2012 and we got married in 2014. Okay. So we dated yeah, for two years. Same. About the same. Time. Okay. Yeah. Before we officially said I do. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think, we got engaged, I want to say it was about a year. Mm. Okay. In a, a year and a half Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you mentioned earlier, you were saying the 24-old you, with how they would define potential and what you view now. And I'm, a, I'm assuming you're talking kind of like values. What you value then versus what you value now has changed. How so? Ooh, quick. Oh, <laughs> See, the game has changed. Right. The game has changed. Yeah. Your girl got stuff to lose now. <laughs> now I got things to lose. So now my the, the potential has changed. All right. You have I don't know if y'all believe about the curses when you have shit to lose. <laughs> you start to just kind of think a little bit differently. Right. A little right. bit differently. I think at the at the core. So I'll start off with what is still the same. Mm-hmm. I think at the core, when I think about potential, it's still someone who treats me like I am their 
favorite, most favorite girl in the world, mm-hmm. right? And I do feel like my husband treats me that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's somebody who respects me. It's somebody who I can truly partner with. Mm-hmm. It's somebody who I can truly trust. Mm-hmm. I have to be able to trust you um, with my life. Mm-hmm. I trust my husband with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I mean, dating potential, Ah, that might be a little strong if you're on your first date and you're looking at him and you're like, can I trust you with my life? <laughs> it's a little strong at first. Right. But when I think about the the package holistically and in terms of those things at my core, when I'm if I'm looking to to seriously pursue someone, mm-hmm. those will be the things that I think would be at my core before I got really serious. With yeah. Them. I think the shifts or the things that have changed um, over time are I think it's the type of drive that I looked for back then mm-hmm. versus now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you 24, 23, you know, you're trying to figure some things out. And, you know, when you're 33, you're 34, I'm, you got to have a little bit more of a plan. Right. Facts. And it's okay if it's taking you a minute to get there. Yeah. But you just got to be clear with mm-hmm. me in terms of where is it that you're trying to right. go. Right. So, so I think that probably would be one of the biggest changes when I'm thinking about potential is there needs to be a little bit more of a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so expectations have shifted in that regard. I think um, I remember saying before, and I made the joke earlier around, oh, well, how many kids does he have? How many kids? <laughs> the me, the 30 some odd year old me, if you have a child, okay. It's understandable, because right? guess what? We in our 30s and we got kids. Right, life happens. Okay, so I think (laughs) life has happened. Mm -hmm. So I think um, just a a shift in maturity and and, and the way of thinking has changed. Mm -hmm. So I think some of the some of those those things that I might have said absolutely not to before, I would say I would say okay, Mm -hmm. yes to now because we're a little we're a little older. But the things that I feel like are at the core of like just the foundation of of what I need in somebody mm-hmm. yeah. that has to change. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. And yeah, I, I feel that. I think yeah. when I think about just how I'm matured, I agree with this idea of like how it, the core has stayed the same. Mm-hmm. I think something that's big for me in thinking about potential is consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, okay, we all evolve as people. Like we're just talking about ourselves. Like, you know, because we mature, what we are looking for in our twenties is certainly different in our thirties. Yeah. But I want a partner that is consistent in the way they are able to appreciate me mm-hmm. through my ups and my downs. Mm-hmm. Like through my, my my pretty and my ugly. And mm-hmm. I think that's just so critical. I mean, it can just be so when you talk about marriage and we keeping it real, it can be a lot of ugly. And I'm not even talking about like trauma stuff. I'm just talking about ugly in the sense that I birthed three of his babies and he was there pushing, looking at me, pushing out all his babies. Mm-hmm. And he still is sexually attracted to me. Right. Thank God. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just keep it real. Like, mm-hmm. I'm on hands and knees pushing out a baby and he still wants to prove me. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. that's a lot of, that's just a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. so I need that consistency. Like, you can take me when I'm glammed up, mm-hmm. you know, big face, photo shoot ready, mm-hmm. but you can also take me when, you know, we've been social distancing in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> and my hair tied up and I ain't got my brows done and ain't got my life twisted. Yes. Like, you ain't feeling no type of way. I ain't got to worry about you looking at somebody on right. Facebook. You know, like, I don't have to worry about that because you, your love for me is consistent. Right. Your appreciation mm-hmm. 
of me and my womanhood is consistent. Mm -hmm. And so like, that's to me something that has just been so critical for Mm -hmm. both of us. Like no matter how we may change in our outer appearance Mm -hmm. and how we evolve as people, because you're going to change, your person is just going to be different. You know, Mm -hmm. you're a different person than you are from your 20s and 30s. And it will be different in our 40s. Mm -hmm. But that still, despite that, it's going to be consistent in terms of how I appreciate him as a man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's real. It is. And I I mean, I think sometimes that we get, like, because y'all kept saying what you want in your 20s is different from what you want in your 30s. But I think sometimes people get stuck and it's not different, right? Like, they still want in their 20s, like, you were like, "Uh uh-uh, McDonald's, you know. Now, in (laughs) 30s, I can completely understand that. But... Um, what, is he the manager? I mean, right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, she was like, there's got to be some evolution. You know what I'm saying? You can't be the fry guy. 40, I'm just that's evolution. Right. You went from the fries be, to the manager. That's progress. I love it. Regional manager. Let's do it. You know? But, um, you know, some of the more, I don't necessarily even want to call them shallow because if those are your standards, those are your standards. But um, it looked mm-hmm. like, like, Ashley, like you said, you you know, he was throwing a football and you turned, you know, so you saw body right. looks, height, it was an immediate attraction. Charity, you kind of friends on your boo. <laughs> you know, you friends well, on your boo. It was an internet boo. Right. But a lot of people, like, will not date all the other qualities that y'all are listing and saying actually matters in a marriage mm. to make those years to be happy and to continue like if he ain't tall enough he or fit a type. yeah if he doesn't fit some type usually you know and those types usually fall into height mm-hmm. skin tone I don't know if skin tone is still a thing but skin tone okay mm-hmm. so skin tone build uh, build and income education right um and y'all kind of already talked about those things because you know where you were where they were yeah but did people and you know Ashley you talked about other people not getting in your ear but did y'all have to deal with other people in your ear I didn't let that happen I didn't let that happen (laughs) you shut it down I'm I'm shutting it down okay Mm -hmm. I'm shutting it down like you said well oh mm swerve I just so I think it so to answer your question, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Okay. So I think it's it's what you it's what you allow though. Yeah. It's what you allow. Yeah. I cannot stress the point enough of having when people see that you don't have that confidence in your relationship, mm-hmm. they feed and thrive off of that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, girl, no, you don't. He's not he's, blood he's in not the really, water. Look, he's not doing he's not doing X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And no, you really want to be with him? Is that really who you want? And you're already in your mind questioning. Right. Well, he doesn't really have, mm-hmm. you know, da 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 da. Yeah. So it's just it's a recipe for for disaster. Mm-hmm. So I say, and I will say it until I'm blue in the face. Have confidence in yourself, in your relationship. If you are not confident in your relationship with this person, mm-hmm. then is this really the person mm-hmm. for you? Right. right. Was that important to you though? Like that type? I don't know if you had a type that you know it has to be a certain bill. Blah blah blah. Was that something that even like mattered for you? If I pulled up the different shows <laughs> and have them out there in the past, um, so their profiles look real different. Very yeah. look wise, they're mm-hmm. all very different mm-hmm. different yeah, okay. shades different height different builds mm-hmm. so i didn't have a particular like i didn't have a list in my mm-hmm. head of like physical 
mm-hmm. how this person needs to physically look. Mm-hmm. When he was throwing the ball, I just so happened, I, I looked, he caught my eye, and I was like, okay, he's cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, he's he right. cute. Yeah. So I, just, I was immediately attracted to him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Charity, and did I you think, have, yeah. I, I definitely think I had to deal with some stuff, but so I'm, I'm, I'm leaving out part of the story, and this is why I had to deal with some stuff. So Leandra knows. Majority of my time in undergrad, I was dating a guy, one guy. Mm-hmm. So I had dated this guy, maybe. So I, I'm a type of person that I do like monogamy. So, you know, I guess you could say I was a serial monogamy. Like, I, you know, I had my fun stuff too, but, you mm-hmm. know, I, I like relationships. Mm-hmm. So I had a, a guy that I was dating in high school for about two years, and that kind of spilled over a little bit into like freshman year college. And then I had another guy around about the end of freshman year, sophomore year in college, I started dating until that first year of grad school. Mm -hmm. So when I met my now husband in person, face to face. Mm -hmm. So my parents, I'm talking about this other guy that I was dating had gone travel. We traveled with Mm -hmm. me to see my family in other states, spent holidays with my family. I spent holidays with his family. So the perception was, you know, I graduated college still dating this guy that that was going to be the man I was going right, to marry. Right. And people loved him. Right, My friends yeah. loved him. Leandra like everybody <laughs> Now, the guy was not for me. And I thank mm-hmm. God. No shade to him. We just would not have been compatible. Compatible, mm-hmm. Like he was, he could not have handled me. <laughs> Let right. me just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a lot. I can be a lot. Um, and so I think when imagine my family and my friends, they come and they say like, "Who does new do?" Talking talk about my name, right, right. So that was sort of the interview oh, okay. that I was brought with. Yeah, like, yeah. wait a minute, you don't even really know this dude. He just came to move down to South Carolina from Albany, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all don't even know each other. <laughs> and so it wasn't like energy, like, "Oh, he worked at Walgreens." That's right. Like, Who is do right. I can't wait he's moved to South Carolina for you and then once the proposal after a proposal engaged y'all just met each other a few months ago right. what happened to do that you dated for like four years you know? <laughs> so, it was just a bit um, of shock I think that was just where the okay. end, like, I didn't care because right. I live my life for me Right. Okay. Um, you know pray about stuff and, mm-hmm. and my parents are also just very um, they they respect boundaries, mm-hmm. so you know well. they might just say they're one piece, <laughs> and then they're gonna move on from it. It's not gonna yeah, be right, a continual. Right. So you know, it was the question of, okay, well, do you really like him? Mm-hmm. Do you like? Him? They, I mean, they addressed the elephant in the room. They said, do you like him more than you like? You know, and talks about my ex. Yeah. Uh, you know, how do you feel those relationships compare? And I said, no, he is the one. Mm-hmm. He he is for me. And after that, it was a done deal. Like, yeah. they, they never even mentioned, even though I knew they liked the ex, too, you know. Of mm-hmm. course, they now fell in love and, you know, have fallen in love with my current husband and, they, you know, that's their son and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So, I mean, I think it was just a matter of, like Ash is saying, being confident mm-hmm. and knowing what we had. Yeah. And I really not caring and knowing I'm going to live my life for, yeah. for what I want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't have a type physically or anything like that. When he stepped off that plane... And I was driving through the terminal, and he came to the car. Was like, "You look just like your Facebook picture, baby." You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a beer gang girl, so he had the little. Uh, yeah, he was. Fine. <laughs> so, I was very pleased with what I had saw when, yeah. I, when I met him in person. <laughs> Oh, so. Okay, okay. Now, this is one of the areas, I mm. won't say you and I, necess- I won't say we disagree. I will say there's some nuance. 
um, in terms of how we view the word provision. And I know you, you know, we've kind of spoke around income and things like that, but I think different words can mean different things to different people. Mm -hmm. And I also think that Quick and I, to varying degrees, fell into that, my daddy, my daddy did this. And I think sometimes that can, depending on the times, that could be a little unrealistic when you think about the times, the economic opportunity, all of that. Um, and so, but I do think it it informs some of your expectations, right? How you grew up, what you saw your, for women, what you saw your dad doing, maybe for men, what they saw their mom doing. And so one of the things that I would ask you all, whoever wants to go first, is like, how did you all define provision? Because I think for a lot of people <coughs> that might come down to dollars and cents, mm -hmm. um, whereas for other people that includes other things. I definitely think it includes other things for me. Um, so again, we just keeping it real. I make a lot more money than my husband. Okay. You know, my husband makes good money, mm -hmm. <laughs> not bad money, mm -hmm. but I make more than him. Mm -hmm. um, so, but there's a reason why I'm able to do that. Mm -hmm. It is because he provides for me in ways that are not monetary. Mm -hmm. For instance, I don't ever have to worry about cooking mm -hmm. ever. So like today we were talking, but um, before we started recording, my husband came and brought home some food for me. Mm -hmm. Like I don't even have to worry about you know the arguments of what you want to eat. Best. Like he's gonna cook, he's gonna be the chef. He enjoys cooking. I personally hate cooking. I love cleaning. Mm -hmm. I'm a cleaner. I just like everything in order, and you know, so I'm the cleaner. I scrub the bathrooms and, and, and dust your baseboards and all that stuff. Um, but so. The, the way in which we function our partnership, because we've been talking about actually not this idea of partnership, is that he's able to provide in ways that um, allow me to be my best self in terms of my career mm -hmm. and vice versa. Like I am able to show up for him in ways that allow him to do things that he wants to do career-wise and mm -hmm. pursue. It just so happens that what he he's doing what he loves. Mm -hmm. It just so happens that perhaps the world does not value it in the same way. And so therefore his attached salary to that is less than mine. Mm -hmm. It's not that he what he does is any less. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. in terms of um income, but I think provision for me is just how do you allow your partner, how do you create space for your partner to be them their best selves? Mm -hmm. And so he provides that because there is no way like people like to, you know, sometimes say like, well, how do you, you know, you're a professor and you have three kids and you publish right. and you do interviews. There was, is no way I could do any of that if I did not have him as a partner. Mm -hmm. No way. Like, mm -hmm. it just wouldn't happen. So I wouldn't be who I was, and I think God knew that. It was intentional mm -hmm. that we needed each other, like two puzzle pieces that just fit perfectly together because we both have these dreams and ambitions, and we're able to support each other in ways that just really make sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I'm able to do what I need to do for him so he can go pursue the opportunities that he wants to pursue in terms of his career. Um, so for me, that's what provision is. Yeah, I love that. Okay. And I paused for a minute when I, I paused when you, when you asked the question because I didn't understand it. Mm. Provision, it seems, it, it seems so broad, mm -hmm. right? I didn't, I didn't, I had to wrap my mind around it. If, yeah. I'm, being, if I'm being real, mm -hmm. um, I think charity to your point, one of the things that, or how we operate in this house is off of what would work best for us. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned something earlier, Lee, when you, as you were asking the question, 
and that is people doing a lot based off of what they saw their parents do and what they you know maybe saw aunt and uncles do or whomever whatever whatever those whomever those figures were in your life mm-hmm. um that you look to that mm-hmm. married couple that you that you look to whether that be aunt uncle or mom dad mm-hmm. and i think one of the things that i um just think about early on in our marriage when we were laying the foundation and kind of laying out what we wanted to do from a financial standpoint who was going to be responsible for managing x y and z who was going to have like who who was going to manage what role mm-hmm. i remember early on mm-hmm. making it a point to not do what anybody else has done but to really focus on what is going to work best for this house mm-hmm. and i think one of the things charity that you that you hit you literally hit the nail on the head is there are things that my husband does that allow me to do what i do mm-hmm. there are things that he does that i do that allow him to do what he does mm-hmm. so i think it just for me it goes back to to partnership and giving each other the space and the time when needed, supporting, giving each other that support when needed mm-hmm. to do, you know, for the other person to do whatever it is that they that they want that they need to do or want to do, mm-hmm. whether that is excelling or thriving uh, on a work project and needing to not have to worry about dinner and yeah. not have to worry about picking up the baby mm-hmm. and not have to worry about anything. So it's, it's respecting each other, respecting each other, and giving each other the space and the time to just do. Yeah. Um, and knowing, it, and it's a fine line. I, that's a, It's a fine line, mm-hmm. um, but definitely making sure to give each other the space and the, space and the time yeah. um, and just remaining a true partnership. Yeah, yeah. And I think so, and, you know, since we're on provision, cause I know we're going to probably get into gender roles kind of mm-hmm. rolling off of this conversation, mm-hmm. but... Um, in talking about provision, what would be your advice to people that, you know, I want the six-figure men that kind of solely focus on Ooh, income as the determining factor of a good man? Honey, you going to have to live a little. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you that it, you... To me, it's about focusing on the love. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I know it may have been easier for me to say that given when I met my husband mm-hmm. at time in my life. And so like we talked about, you know, if you're meeting somebody in your thirties or your forties, it might be different. You might be in a situation where you're like, look, we got these grown people bills. So yeah. like, you gotta make grown people money. Mm-hmm. So I understand the practicality of it, but I think you're really limiting yourself and putting yourself in a box. If you start saying that this is this is what the salary is that you have to make in order for me to deem you dateable or for me to consider you as a person to have potential. Mm-hmm. Um, because what comes along with whatever salary? I mean, is the pain good? Is it though? Are they compatible? Are they compassionate? Right. Are they trustworthy? You know, would they be stay committed to you? Right. You know, like I mean, there's so many other. Th- it's like what, and you you can't just be so focused on a number. There's mm-hmm. so many other things to me that should just be absolute deal breakers, mm-hmm. <laughs> and more so than a salary. Mm-hmm. A salary should never be a deal breaker because yeah. salaries come and go. Yes. Let me tell you, there's been things that I. My husband has gotten laid off a job. There's been times where I've been in transition just because of where I was in my training. You know, so, I mean, salaries are going to come and go. Mm-hmm. These other things, these these character traits, yeah. I mean, people change, but them character traits, 
they might be, you know, something that, right. that lingers on. So you might want to make sure right. <laughs> that there are many, many other things that are on your deal breaker list and not, you know, a salary. Right. Mm-hmm. I second that 110%. I think, um, and I'll give an example. So I got married, it was 2014 and I moved to Charlotte. I had a little job. Brian had a job. He passed the bar. Oh, life is so good. Okay. And guess what happens right after we get married? Guess who lost their job? My husband. Mm-hmm. So if that was my main goal, if I, if, if in my mind, I was marrying a lawyer <clears throat> right. and, and he needed to have a certain, he needed to make right. a certain amount and he mm-hmm. needed to stay employed, I would have just failed myself. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so I think it's, it's a mistake. Mm-hmm. It's a huge mistake for someone to think that way. Mm-hmm. They are doing themselves and their spouse a huge disservice. Mm-hmm. So the whole six figure, you have a certain salary in mind. Sis, let that go. Baby right. girl, let that go. I think there's a fine line between wanting somebody to be able to provide for, for themselves mm-hmm. and be able to do what they need to do. Yeah. I think it's a fine line between that mm-hmm. and saying, no, you need to be making X amount of dollar so right. you can do X amount mm-hmm. too. If yeah. there are things that you want in your life, mm-hmm. I think that you should be able to provide do those things. For yourself. For yourself. Well, there you go. If there's you want that. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just me. Yeah. And I think it's also important in, along that same vein because just because a person makes six figures doesn't mean they're gonna give it to you. Well, you know, we're gonna have to do a whole live on where six figures <laughs> right, go. Right, that that's how to manage yeah. it. They that, make, make it six figures. Can they manage we, it? We What's their date like? Six figures, yeah, y'all, that's not even. We are in 2021. It don't go as far as it used to. It does not, especially when kids get involved. I'm telling you, the more money you make, the more expensive your taste becomes, and the more highly then you you start spending more money. Mm-hmm. You start, so it ain't all, yeah. yeah. And also, yeah. sometimes that six figure comes with six figure debt. Mm-hmm. Let's just it does. You it know, does. There's yeah. that. So so okay. One of the things, and we got into it a little bit with Maurice. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's a word that I, I I don't think the word in and of itself is negative. I think the connotation that mm-hmm. has, has been attached to it has gotten a negative connotation. So the word submissive, mm-hmm. right? It, a lot of times, I think what people associate it, well, how people define it, mostly mm-hmm. men, how they define it has more so the connotation of subservient, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, what, for to you, what does submissive mean to you? And did you, do you consider yourself a submissive wife? Are y'all you submissive? Your, y'all obedient? <laughs> do you and your partner <laughs> submit to each other? So you saying obedient. That's not... <laughs> Okay, see, quick, why you over here starting trouble? Talk about obedience. Because then you're going to have me sit up here, get upset, get mad, or touch my husband. I can't even do nothing wrong. Look at her. Because you're over here doing things like obedience. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, she put the to on that She did. Back to submissive. Yes. (laughs) I think one of the things that I mentioned earlier is that the trust factor and me having to be able to trust you. Mm -hmm. I can fully submit to my husband, no problem because I know he's got me right. and I know that the decisions that he makes are the right decisions. Mm. The, and when it comes, let me be clear. Let me, let me back that up because <laughs> he has made some decisions on some paint recently. It wasn't the right decision. Okay. So let me be clear. Okay. Some of the more serious life decisions gotcha. are in y'all's um, best interest. I know. <laughs> when it comes to serious life decisions, 
I completely trust this mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem submitting mm-hmm. because I trust that he's going to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I would hope on the flip side, he wouldn't have a problem submitting to me when it comes to certain mm-hmm. things because he knows that I have his very best interests at heart and he knows that I will do right by him. So I think it's just, it's when people say, oh, do you have to submit to your husband? If you trust this man, that's that's no question right. because you know that he won't ever abuse that. Mm-hmm. He's not ever going to have you submit and it'll make no damn sense. <laughs> and he's not gonna have you submit and have you out here on the street or have right. you with no lights, no gas, no air. Right. Because he's he doesn't went and, and spent the money. Right. You know, like so if you're if you have an issue submitting to him, mm-hmm. then I would say ask yourself if you trust, trust him. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. I actually got a real good answer. I don't know if my answer is all nice. Well, you know, some of that career, that, that word flow with that that's career. That, that's that, that HR. That's talk. that HR. She knows how to talk. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah, I feel like, you know, family feels good answer. That's what it should be. Right. That's what it should be. Right. Like, I, I don't, and so I did not watch. I totally, I was like, I'm not going to listen, you know, watch, you know, the interview that y'all did with my husband Maurice because I don't want that to bias my answer. So mm-hmm. I don't know what you're thinking. But I, when you ask that question, I'm like, I don't know if he would consider me submissive. I don't know. Go back and like, watch it. Go back and watch it, Terry. I'm that question directly. I mean, we are both such strong personalities. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and so to my point about, you know, why, the, like, the other guy that was at, like, that wouldn't have words because you know, we're just, I'm a strong personality mm-hmm. and he's a very strong personality. Mm-hmm. And so um, that can make for a very interesting moment. <laughs> I mean, just to, you know, be honest because we both like, you know, y- y'all know the gym where what we're Diddy looking at the dude and, the and they looking back. back. We both just like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I do know that I can say I have um, learned over the years and it's eight and a half years of marriage to operate in ways that do not emasculate my husband mm. um that that was i think a, a struggle early on because my personality is so strong mm-hmm. i'm like uh the hell um i'm, I'm not doing like what excuse me mm-hmm. you know and but i think he liked that spice you know because mm-hmm. obviously he was attracted to it i mean he, he knew what the spice was you know before he proposed yeah. so i think he's attracted to it but again it, it was a thin line between being truth to me mm-hmm. and not being emasculating, not be so dominating in a way where it then becomes something that does not turn him on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like where it's just like, no, you're you're being difficult. Right. Yeah. I'm not talking about being difficult, you know, for being difficult sake, but just I have a voice and I, get I it. use my voice <laughs> and he uses his voice. Yeah. So I mean, of course sometimes because we're just different humans, we agree on a lot, but then we also have different mm-hmm. perspectives and so and that can cause naturally disagreements in terms mm-hmm. of how we see and view things, how we might should spend money or where we want to mm-hmm. go on a trip, you know? So yeah. I think, again, it's just all about balance. Sometimes what we've learned to do is we've learned to let each other win. Mm-hmm. I will say that. And so it kind of breaks it. Like, you know, he sometimes it'd be like, look, babe, what you, whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. you know, you can do mm-hmm. it. And then sometimes I'm like, babe, whatever you would like to do, you know, I'll let you do it. So then I guess 
it kind of circles around back to the point that Ash was making, and you know that we are submissive to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. And you, you'll be surprised. You should go back and watch you Nancy Dunn. You'll be surprised yeah. at his answer. I'm sure. I'll, I'll just say y'all know each other. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. Y'all you know each other. Biting my tongue and not saying that. Oh, no. That's because I've been on my best behavior. You know, <laughs> forgot a really good. You know representation of who we are as a couple because I, I just been you know real <laughs> he kept it real and you he, have he to did, he yes. did keep it real yes. and that brings us to we just have a couple more questions but that you said something that sparked one of our questions was talking about you know being yourself but not emasculating your husband in mm-hmm. the process and I think I don't like the word strong especially with black women because I feel like first of all I just feel like it's a stereotype right and I feel like it doesn't give us the room to be Authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like this constant. You use the word cape. It's like I gotta constantly be together, and that's that's not real. Like that's just not people every day. So I will say, as women, one of the things that words we kind of found ourselves with with we talked to Maurice was assertive as black women we have to assert ourselves differently especially if you know you work in corporate America or academia you have to present yourself differently to get the respect you deserve to get to have your voice heard etc and so for you did you have to learn how to balance that maybe that assertiveness or the things that you had to do within your job or within life every day and maybe how you approach your husband Yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm a professor. I'm an academic. Like, I mm-hmm. like to talk. I, people pay me to talk, and they want to hear what I got to say. You know, I'm, I'm considered an expert when it mm-hmm. comes to certain things. Mm-hmm. So I had to, like, really humble myself in, in my household, like, because they would be like, no, you're not an expert in here. Like, okay. <laughs> I mean, he respected me right, right, right. Off who I am as a professional, but it's like, now you can't be the expert on everything. Mm-hmm. I got a voice too, you know? So mm-hmm. I had to learn mm-hmm. how to temper that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he would check me in, 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 a, in, a, in, in a respectful right. way. So again, it was, you know, it was always mutual respect. But he, yeah. and that's what I needed though. I needed someone that would be assertive in return mm-hmm. and be like, yeah. no. Not the day. So, I mean, I think it, it, it was definitely a lesson and that had to be learned mm-hmm. um, because they, like he would say sometimes like you we're both intellectuals like I will say that my husband is if, if you've met Maurice like he's an intellectual and that is one of the main reasons why I'm attracted to him him and that beard and that brain I just, I just I, yeah beard brain brain got it you know like he would sometimes have to say you know they you being too woke right now. You, mm-hmm. this is not. You're not in front of an academic audience. You can chill out. You know, because mm-hmm. sometimes I just don't know how to turn things off, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I might nitpick something he say. Well, that's not the proper terminology. Why are you saying this? Let's unpack that. He, <laughs> he's not unpack unpack it. This. We eat his dinner. I don't want to unpack this. I'm in my home. Can I just? Can I just be? Can I just be a black man? You know, like I'm just chilling. I know. I know. But I don't want to unpack that right now. You know, so. It was definitely like a learning curve, mm-hmm. you know, over the years of like, how do you interact with your partner in ways, you know, because I wasn't doing it in my twenties. This is, this is new me. This right. is 30-something mm-hmm. year old me as I began to establish myself in my career. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I changed in that way. And mm-hmm. so we had to then accordingly, you know, adjust ourselves in our relationship. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Ashley. What was the question? <laughs> 
did you feel like you had to change, like, from your career, like, being able to balance career and come home and kind of be able to take that off and not treat him like an employee, basically? Basically. Oh, girl. So, I had the charity. I had the same struggles in my house. So, and... Uh, I remember, let me just give an example because I do better with live examples. You better come on with your, um, with your star. What you say, Lee? Come on with your star. Go on with your interview. She loves stars. <laughs> right, right. Let me get real specific <laughs> and let me give an example. Let me give a real specific example. So <laughs> I had some time off of work after I had my baby. So I was on maternity leave and my company gives, I, it was about four months Then I took some time off unpaid. I was I was off for about six or seven months. Mm-hmm. And so during that time, I want to say month four, my husband looked at me and he said, it's time for you to go back to work because you're bossing me around. You need somebody that you need to direct. You need somebody to give some instructions to. It's time for you to go back to work. <laughs> um, so I do think I take, and because of what I do, I do think I take a lot of, and my work, I'm talking about my work boys, and he's like, okay, we're sitting here, charity at dinner. Why do you have your work voice on? Like, if, he, if he's asking me for advice on something that he's doing, mm-hmm. and if it's HR related, I'm going to say, no, 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 no. You ask for feedback. Wait, how? No, 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 no. Conversation adjustment, what? You said what? No. So this is how. And he's like, why you got your work boy? <laughs> so, so I think I, I do take, I do bring um, a lot of the, the career, the career side of Ashley mm-hmm. does tend to come, to come home a lot mm-hmm. um, in terms of how I balance that. I think, was that part of the question? How mm-hmm. do I balance it? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I do that good of a job. You would have to ask him. Mm-hmm. I think I do. Okay. Um, as black women and Lee, you you hit it on the head. Mm-hmm. We have this thing where we need to be everything to everybody at all times, and we absolutely cannot fail at anything. Mm-hmm. Not at being a mother, not at being a wife, not at work, not at like we cannot we can't fail at anything. Mm-hmm. And so I do tend to put a lot of pressure on myself, um, and I'm noticing that, and I'm trying to fall back a little bit. Um, and I'm, I'm trying my best to balance and hopefully I'm getting it right. I do these things called love check-ins with Brian. Okay. So Brian is my husband's name. I don't know if I made that clear at the very beginning. <laughs> but, um, I do these love check-ins with Brian. And so a love check-in is basically when we will go and do something. We will go somewhere. We'll usually go two places. It's the day off. We do not have the baby. Mm-hmm. It's just the two of us. And we'll do something that I want to do, and we'll do something that he wants to do. Right. So our last love check-in, we went to a diner. I wanted to go to a movie. He wanted to go to the gun range. So during that love check-in, I will literally check in with him and say, do you still love me? How is this going? We still happy? I'm happy. You happy? How are things going to work? Everything okay at your job? Mm-hmm. How am I doing? Am I good? <laughs> so I try to do those temperature checks yeah. for us to try to keep things steady, transparent, clear, to check in to see if I could be doing something better mm-hmm. to tell him maybe what I need. Mm-hmm. So yeah. super long-winded. Um, but yeah, trying to strike that. that balance. It's ongoing mm-hmm. and just trying to check in with him yeah. to make sure that I'm not missing the mark. If there's something he's doing, make sure I give him that feedback. A little mm-hmm. HR, turn out you're gonna get this feedback. Yeah. 
around your area to improve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can put him on a pit, bitch. Uh, <laughs> This has been so enjoyable. So our yes. last question, because we we're asking the guys and we're asking the ladies. Yes. You often hear, well, women, we often hear, you know, he made me so much better. Like, you made me so much better. And, then, you know, husbands often tell their wives that. So I'm asking you, how did you make your spouse better how do you feel like you made your spouse better and you want us to wrap this up quickly <laughs> you like let me start from where he was chat three things tell me three things three things three things that you made him better at or how you made him better oh um absolutely number one finances financial planning listen Oh my gosh, that man would do stuff like go to the corner store and this like buy a beer for three dollars, and I'm like, babe, just buy you a six pack for this amount. <laughs> you gonna pay less per unit price? Stop. Not unit price. Yes, you did. This, if you know you gonna go to the gas station every night and get X, like when we first started, why are you not just buying it when we're at the grocery right. store? Right for the week. So just. Like making him think about the way yeah. that he spends his money. Like this, this mm-hmm. is not, this is not, right. you know, how you do this. Yeah. Um. So I would definitely say finances. Um. I think that I have, um, forced him to communicate more. Mm. Um. So my husband is very, um, he's he's an intellectual and he can be very stoic. Mm. Like just. You know, mm-hmm. and, and Leandra probably can attest to it. Like he's just he like, has like the male version of RBF. He has a male version of like resting bitch face. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Like you, if you met him, you probably like, yo, does he like even like? Like, does he want to be here? Does he even like? Right. Like, he's just gonna be straight face. That's just his face. You know, <laughs> not really crack a smile. But I have um, taught him like how to be more emotive. Like, how do you wear like you know your emotions on your sleeve? Like. How do you communicate and express mm-hmm. yourself um, in ways that I don't think that he was doing, you know, before? Mm-hmm. Now, I, I will say that he was doing a lot with me, and that's right. why we ended up being good life partners right. because mm-hmm. he felt safe with me to do that. Right. Yeah. But I've seen him do that with others, mm-hmm. and yeah. so he's he's learned how to to express himself to other people in ways that is not, of course, not the same as what he would do with me, his wife, but right. still in ways that would be very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let me see the third thing. Well, I would say, because, you know, my dress game, before I had my three kids, like my dress game was strong. And so I have fallen off a little bit. I got to get back on, especially since, you know, we ain't been going nowhere. So I would say I gave him just that little, little extra drip in terms of his, like, shoe game, because I had a mean heels game. Oh. Now, baby coming with the shoe game, and I just, it's just sexy to me. I'm sorry. Like, I just, I like to see my man in his sneakers, and he got, you know, he just be doing the little fits, and I just be like, what you got on the day bag? You know, I'm, I'm like, that, that, that Say, so it's the shoes for me. Okay. <laughs> okay, Ashley, three things. Three things. So the finance piece is uh, that that one, hands down, is number one. So Leandra also knows that I'm the finance person yes. in my home. Spreadsheet. I have a, I'm like, uh, very thorough with the spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. So my husband is a little bit more relaxed with it. <laughs> 
So I think I made him better in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the second thing is also being more communicative. Mm-hmm. I am a talker. I like to talk. Let's what's wrong. You good? Let's communicate. You need space. You need time. Just let me know. Okay. Mm-hmm. You good? You mad? You mm-hmm. let's talk about it. How you feeling? Charity, let's unpack this. Come on, <laughs> unpack it. Open that suitcase and get to unpacking. Um, so I think definitely in, in that way. And I think the, the third thing is being more affectionate. Mm. He's a little bit more affectionate now that we're together. I don't think he's <laughs> that affectionate. But he is um, outside of the door, so I did want him to come in. Yes, oh, bring him in, bring him in. He yes. said he's going to get on this podcast. Right. Tell him to come in. Tell him to come see. Tell Bless it. Brian. <laughs> so I, he, he's outside, so I did I did chance him. I said, come on, come on in. Come mm-hmm. on in. So we're finishing up. <laughs> so the last question, so everybody, this is, Brian. Hey, Brian. He said he's coming in, too. Uh-oh. This is what it's about to be. <laughs> and we got BJ. Mm-hmm. So, Leandra, can you pose the last question? I'd love to hear from the, his perspective. It was, how did she make you better? Three ways. How did she make you better? Like three ways? Three. Um, I know so, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many, right. Um, <laughs> one, um, from a like a finance and business mm-hmm. perspective, she helps put things in scope. You know, I'm, I don't. I don't think I necessarily had that discipline coming into it, so mm-hmm. I, I can appreciate her. You know, for that. Mm-hmm. Um, two. Um, she brought me, I guess, into the world of travel. I didn't really travel. I didn't care anything about that. You know, just mm-hmm. kind of having new experiences. So now I see value in that. So that mm-hmm. was that was pretty big for me. Um, and then three. It's tough. Um, um, giving me space and freedom to kind of be myself too. So like that's that's another thing. I, I don't feel necessarily that she's like overbearing and 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 like the boss. You know, mm-hmm. like you might see on TV or maybe in other people's relationships. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like I I have some autonomy. So I love that. That's go. awesome. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, husband. You did good. Those are great answers. Great yes. answers. <laughs> All right, quick. Well, that wraps that up yes. now. I didn't know if you ladies want to share. Don't you know? We can put it in the uh, show notes if you want to share your handles for the people. And you don't have to. <laughs> oh, hold on. Please follow me on Twitter at Dr. G Site. I'm trying to hit my 2,000 followers mark. So you know, go ahead and hit me up. Hey. Follow me, please. <laughs> I'm at, at Ash Mills 08 on Instagram. So please. Feel free to follow me. Yes. And we you might will... like some of the stuff that I post. <laughs> <laughs> we will... Right. <laughs> we will have the information in our yes. show notes. Thank you guys for being with us. This yes. has been thir- thoroughly, thoroughly I've enjoyable and informative. Yes. yes. And I yes. forgot. I didn't want too much shade. I forgot to tell. I don't know if I've told them they're sorority sisters. But you've seen the <laughs> antics. I mean, it's obvious. No! Look at it. Yeah, the spirit was moving. I mean, I appreciate her for wearing red today. First of all, it's heart disease awarness. Don't do don't this. Exactly. Don't do this. That's what happens. All this red and purple up here. I, I, look, I think I look nice in this intensified. You look amazing. Thank you. In this, this intensified. You look amazing pink. in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Meantime, in between time, we say have a great attitude. All right, bye.